we try to put, uh, you know, all our, our all our faith and confidence in the company we work for, or that. But no, you need to put your faith and confidence in God. Amen. Your company may be gone tomorrow, but God will Amen. still be here. Amen. And God can change things and he can help you. Amen? Amen. And so here in Matthew, we're looking at here, it says that, that even the birds are being taken care of. And then he says in verse 27, which of you by worrying can add one cubic to his statue? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow and they neither toil nor spin. Yet I said to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass in the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much clothe you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For, all, for after all these things, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need of these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Then he says again in verse 34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things, sufficient for the day of its own trouble. So in other words, God doesn't want us worrying. He doesn't want us worrying about tomorrow, about what's going to happen tomorrow. A lot of times the enemy likes to do that. Oh, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen next week? What's going to happen? You know, just take one day at a time. Amen. You know, God gives you faith for today yeah. and just walk out today's faith. Yeah. And then when tomorrow you wake up, walk out tomorrow's faith yeah. and just take it one day at a time. Some of you might be in fear. Am I going to make it? Well, if you can make it today, you'll make it tomorrow. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Don't worry about what, you know, don't worry about tomorrow or next week or what, what can happen next year. No, no, just, just be focused on today. You know, there was a popular TV show called One Day at a Time. Just take life one day at a time. And, and you'll find that God will meet you there. So we, we look at, let's go back to Psalms 23. And we see that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. I like to say that when I'm quoting that, and I say it in a prayer a lot of times, I say, I shall not lack for any good thing. You know, God is our shepherd. You know, when you look at that word Lord, notice it's all capitalized. Notice that. And when you notice it's all capitalized, L-O-R-D, that means Jehovah. If you go into, if you look at Psalms 110, you, you look at Psalms 110. Uh, let's look at that real quick. And we'll just see here a contrast here. It's, it's a little different. But it says here, the Lord is my Lord, capitalized. Uh, the Lord said, I'm sorry, the Lord said to my Lord, capitalized, sit at my right hand to make your enemies your footstool. The Lord said to my Lord. Notice the first Lord is capitalized, all letters, meaning Jehovah God. And then the second Lord is meaning Adonai, which means the Son. Adonai, which means the Son. So the Lord said to Jesus, basically, you say that the father said to my Lord or to Jesus, sit at my right hand. Where is Jesus seated? At the right hand, right? So notice that you have Lord being Jehovah God and then Lord is still capital L, but not all the letters are capitalized in the second Lord, which is meaning the son. 
Amen. And so it says here, too, I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord uh, shall send the rod of the strength of Zion, rule in the midst of your enemies. I love this scripture. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power. So we see this, and this is just, we're discovering some things this morning, that God is Jehovah God. He's Jehovah Ra. He's our shepherd. He's Jehovah Jireh. I shall not want. You know, we get that uh, redemptive name from Abraham. You know, God gave Abraham, you know, Isaac, his promised son. And, you know, this was his promised son that he was believing for. And this was where the seed of Jesus would come, come through, would be his son Isaac. But God did, did something one day, asked Abraham if he would do something for him, if he would sacrifice his son Isaac. You may not remember the story or not, but, but this was a test for Abraham. And I'm going to say this, that there's always an Isaac in each one of our lives. And God's going to ask us for our Isaac. He's going to ask us, what are we willing to give up for him? Are we willing to give up? What, what's holding us back from walking in the fullness of what God has? So there's going to always be an Isaac in each one of our lives that we have to be willing to sacrifice because God was testing Abraham and he was seeing if, if, if Abraham loved the blessing more than the blesser. Okay, I'm preaching today more than you guys are. Amen. Do we love the blesser more than the blessing? Are we more wrapped up in getting our blessings or are we wrapped up in praising the blesser? Are we more wrapped up in the gift than the giver? We need to be more wrapped up in God, no matter if it's dry and no matter if things aren't working. Are we still worshiping God? Are we still praising God when things aren't working? Are we still giving God the due, due praise? Are we still worshiping him when things aren't looking good? Are we still staying in a thankful heart attitude? Amen. You know, it's easy to serve God when everything's going well. I mean, when money's in the bank and the kids love you and, and, the, and the wife is cooking her best meals every night for you and rubbing your feet when you get home, man. And oh, you hear what I'm saying to you? Ladies, your husband's bringing you flowers every night and, and buying you everything that you like. And, you know, it's easy to praise God. Whoa, glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Ladies getting jewelry and being blessed. You know, yo, yeah, the Lord is good. But what, ha what happens when, that, when those things don't happen? Are you still thankful? Are you still giving praise to God? Are you still thanking God for your spouse? Okay, we'll continue here. Are you still thanking the Lord? Amen. Are we in, do we have a heart of thanks? Are we, that's, the Bible actually says we should glorify God. What does that mean to glorify God? That means to give God thanks, to give God praise no matter what it looks like. No matter how you feel. No matter what's going on in your life. We need to give, let, let's practice that. Let's just say praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. We need to praise God sometimes. Yes. We need to give him his due praise. God expects praise. Yes. 
Amen. Amen. And so he's Jehovah Jireh. So we, we know this, that, 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 that he said, Abraham, Abraham, I want to take, I want you to take your only son and I want you to take him to the mountain and I want you to sacrifice him for me. And, you know, Abraham, you know, understood blood covenant because God made a covenant with Abraham, a blood covenant, which is the most binding covenant that, that, that you can enter into. And so, so, so God did a blood covenant and uh, Abraham uh, earlier, if you read in Genesis, you'll find that God had, had Abraham cut up some sacrifices and God cut covenant, but he really didn't cut Cut. He did cut covenant with Abraham, but he really cut covenant with himself. Oh, man, it's getting deep in here. He cut covenant with Jesus. Amen. And so really, why? Because God's the one that can keep the covenant. Jesus walked in that covenant on our behalf. Jesus is our substitute. Jesus is our shepherd as well. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Jesus did all the work so that we can have all the blessing. Jesus, really, he made the sacrifice so we can have the blessing on our lives. Jesus sacrificed everything. He gave his life so that we could have abundant life. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? We are blessed, glory to God. And so Abraham, you know, took took, uh, his son Isaac and he took him and Isaac was saying, where's the sacrifice, dad? Where's the sacrifice? And, And Abraham said, God will provide the sacrifice. And of course, you know, Isaac was supposed to be the sacrifice that uh, Abraham was going to sacrifice to God Almighty. And so he took the lad, the young man, up on top of the mountain, and he was intended, he, he intended to slay his son. He pulled his knife out of his, out of his breast pocket, or, uh, and he pulled that knife, I would assume, and he was about ready to plunge it down on Isaac, and all of a sudden, an angel stopped him and said, stop, do the boy no harm, and, um, and, uh, and then he heard the angel say, I know that you fear God. How many people fear God in here? How many people are, are, are willing to, to give up everything for God? Amen? Amen? I am, praise the Lord. I'm willing to give it all to God Almighty. Why? Because, he, because listen, whatever you give to him, he's going to give back to you. Amen. You give him your life, he's going to give you abundant life. You can't outgive God. We should always be looking at ways to give to God. God is awesome. God is so good. And so what happened was when, when, when the angel stopped him, and you know, in, in God's eyes and God's mind, Abraham sacrificed his son because he already did it in his heart. Well, that's why sometimes you think, well, you know, I, I haven't been doing any sinning in the outward, but if you're sinning in your heart, you're sinning. Oh, man. If you're thinking it, you're, then you're already done it in your heart. Amen. Jesus said, you know, you know, the Pharisees are saying, well, we don't commit adultery, Jesus. You know, they're basically, no, he said, no, but if you're thinking about committing adultery, you're already committed it. And, and, and the Pharisee says, oh, man, he got us, you know. <laughs> oh, man, I've been thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? So listen, if you're thinking about it, then if you're thinking about then there's cheating in your heart. Amen. And you got to get rid of that. Praise God. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And so here, uh, so what happened was that Abraham looked back and saw a ram stuck in the thicket. 
And that's where he, where he gave that name of God, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides and the Lord that sees. In other words, the Lord already had that ram already prepared for Abraham before Abraham got up to that mountain. And I'm going to say this to you today, that God already has your blessing already prepared for you. Amen. You just have to walk in it. Amen. That God is the God that sees, and he's the God that provides. Yes. And we've got to put our trust and confidence in God. Yes. And so that's really the, that's the battle that we have a lot of times. It's, our, it's a battle that rages within us at times. Do we trust God or do we don't trust God? We don't really think of it that way. But if we have fear and we're worried and we're deal and we're worried about our finances and or we worried about, you know, our future, then, 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 then we're allowing fear to come in. And, and God will take care of you. He'll take care of you every day. Like he takes care of the birds. He's obligated to take care of you because he is Jehovah Jireh, God, your provider. Yes. Amen. So we see here that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. So, you know, here, you know, you know, God is Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Shalom, which means he's our peace. You know, you don't have to keep trying to get peace. You already, if you are saved today and you have Jesus on the inside of you, then you have the Prince of Peace abiding on the inside of you. You just have to walk in it. You don't have to obtain a certain level. Well, I've got to read the Bible and do all this. Yes, it's good to read the Bible, study the word, do work, you know, get into worship. But you don't have to get to a point where even there's some religions called, they call it nirvana. You get to the point where you're at total peace. You know, we should have total peace right now. Because the Prince of Peace abides in us. He's, he's Jehovah Shalom, the God, God our peace. Amen. And that, and, that, and that really came from in the Old Testament where, where Gideon was raised up to bring peace. He was a warrior and he ra was raised up to bring peace. And the, Midian, and the Midians uh, was coming to attack the people of God. And so, and so God raised up Gideon and, and, and Gideon was in fear. And God revealed to Gideon that Gideon, that God is his peace, his shalom. So when you're in, in a process and you're dealing with fear in your life, you know, just call on the name of Jesus. He's your prince of peace in the storm. You know, we, we see that, that Jesus, it, it's all, you know, a lot of it is in Psalms. It talks about that God will storm, will calm the storm in, in, in the book of Psalms. And then you find that Jesus is on a boat with his disciples and they're in the storm. And, you know, it's amazing how you can read in the Old Testament and how it seems to come to pass in the New Testament. And so even in the Old Testament, you know, it talks about Jesus being our, or God being our peace or our shalom. And then, then it talks about in the New Testament when Jesus was on the boat and when the storm came to slow them down, keeping them from trying to get to the other side, what Jesus commanded them to do. Jesus got out off the bed. He was down in the lower quarter sleeping, got up and he said, peace be still to the storm. His disciples said, do you care that we perish? You know, listen, if Jesus is in your boat, your boat can't go down. Amen. 
Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? If you have Jesus in your equation, it may look like everything's going down. It may look like the enemy's trying to sink your boat, but your boat cannot go down with Jesus in it. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? It's an impossibility for your boat to go down. It can, the ark did not go down. You know, I, 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 I heard this before. You know, the, the, the Titanic was built by experts, and the ark was built by amateurs, and the Titanic went down. But the ark did not go down. Why? Because God was in it. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? God is in your equation today. You may be struggling in yourself. You may be struggling. Maybe you're struggling with some type of sin that's trying to pull you down. God's bigger than that sin. Maybe you're struggling with some financial situation, you know, that seems to be sinking your financial boat. God's bigger than that financial situation that's attacking your life. God's bigger than that. God can change the circumstance. He can change the situation. He can change it. Glory to God. Do you believe that today? You know, Jesus said to, to Martha and Mary, if you only believe, you'll see the glory of God. That was when he was raising up Lazarus from the dead. Lazarus was dead for four days. It was a dead situation. God can raise up any dead thing in your life. God can resurrect any dead thing in your life. He can resurrect a relationship. What? He can resurrect your financial situation. He can resurrect your health. Glory to God. God can change things in your life. Do you believe that? We just need to get up every day and say, thank God he's changing things. We need to start believing God. We need to get faith back into our equation. We need to start believing that this year will be one of our greatest years, even though it's been one of our most challenging years of our entire lives for some of us. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Do you believe that God can change the whole scope of your year in one day? He sure can, glory to God. And I'm not, and I'm not meaning win the lottery tomorrow. You know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Jehovah Ra. Somebody say Jehovah Ra. Ra, Ra, Ra. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we just need a shout, glory to God. Amen. Jehovah Jireh, yeah. our provider, yeah. the God that sees and provides even before we get there, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? Amen. And so we're, we're seeing Jehovah Shalom, the one that gives us peace in the middle of the storm. Glory to God. Amen. And it says here that he leads me beside the still waters. He wants us to be in peace. Glory to God. You can have peace even if you have a doctor that gives you a terminal report saying that you're not going to live. You still going to have peace in the middle of that storm because that report is not the final report. The final report is the word of God. And whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. The doctor's report is not the final report. It's God's word is the final report. Whose report are you going to believe? 
Are you going to believe your bank statement? Or are you going to believe the word of God that says he shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus? Yes. What are you standing on today? But pastor, I'm in the red or I'm in the black. Listen, you need to get the red of Jesus. Get the words of Jesus. Get in the red. In the word of God. Called the red letter edition. Glory to God. Amen. So it says here, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Glory to God. God is in the soul restoration business. Glory to God. He's in the healing business. Glory to God. You know, the Bible is very clear that, that Jesus uh, or God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals us. He's our healer, glory to God. You know, it talks about, you know, healing in Deuteronomy. If you, if you hearken to the voice of my, uh, of my word and, and do my word, then I will give you healing and deliverance and set you free. God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth us. That's Old Testament, folks. Amen. Jesus is our healer. Jesus is our healer. So we need to take God as our healer in the Old Testament. Jesus talks about it. And uh, look at Isaiah 53, which is one of my favorite scriptures pertaining to healing. Glory to God. He's your healer today. Jesus received stripes on his body so you could be healed. Glory to God. And we need to start standing strong in the word of God. We need to start taking the word of God and speaking it back to the Lord and speaking it into the atmosphere and speaking it to our spouse and speaking it to whoever you need to speak it to. Glory to God. Speak it to the doubt and unbelief that keeps whispering in our ears. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? Isaiah 53. Have you found it yet? Glory to God. Look at this. It says here. Amen. Look at this. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He had no form of comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. This is talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if it were our faces from him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And uh, it says he was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he, Jesus, has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Glory to God. Now you can translate griefs and sorrows to sicknesses and pains. Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. Can I say that again? I, I got a weak amen there. Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. Amen. But pastor, you don't know about my back. Jesus bore your sicknesses and carried your pains. Amen. But pastor, you know, I got this, this long term ailment. Jesus bore your sicknesses and carried your pains. Amen. Don't exalt the sickness over the healer. Exalt the healer over the, the sickness. Glory to God. We need to exalt Jesus as our healer over sickness. Glory to God. Over that weakness. Quit talking about your weaknesses. Quit talking about your problems and start talking the promise. Glory to God. 
Some of us in here, our problem is like an elephant. We see it as an elephant and we see the word of God as an ant. But we need to change that and we need to see the word of God or the promise as the elephant and our problem as the ant. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? Because really your problem in, in the grand scheme of things, in, in, in the light of God Almighty, your problem's a little ant. Because God's bigger than that problem you may be dealing with. God's bigger than that financial situation you're dealing with. God's bigger than that, that, that healing that you need. God's bigger than that. God's bigger than that relationship problem or that sin problem that you've been trying to get over. God's bigger than that. Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Where sickness abounds, grace abounds much more. Where poverty seems to abound, God's grace abounds much more. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? Listen, you got to speak the word and believe it. You need to believe on these redemptive names of God. So we see here that he bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. Glory to God. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. There's a peace scripture, Jehovah Shalom. The chastisement or the chastening of our well-being fell upon him. And by his stripes, whose stripes? Jesus' stripes, we are going to get healed someday in the sweet by and by. No, we, we, listen to this, and by his stripes, we are healed. You know, faith is always in the here and now. It's not in the future. Your faith is in the here and now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, glory to God. Faith is always in the now. We're, oh, I'm just waiting on my blessing. You're already blessed, glory to God. God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. You need to start walking in it. You need to start confessing it. I'm blessed in Jesus' name. Oh, I'm just waiting on my blessing, Pastor. You're already blessed. Glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? I'm waiting on my healing. You're already healed according to the word of God. Amen. I'm just waiting on my prosperity. God has already provided every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? I'm excited this morning because God is Jehovah Ra. He's our shepherd. Glory to God. God is Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. Glory to God. God is Jehovah Shalom. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. God's our peace. Glory to God. God is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that healeth us. Glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today, saints? I'm excited this morning because God is good. He's awesome. He's mighty. And he's bringing us to that next level in him. Glory to God. We just need to press in to the things of God. Believe who he is. And, and as we do that, we'll see the blessings run after us and overtake us. You believe that today? Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. We never like to end our broadcasts without giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your personal Savior. So if you don't know the Lord Jesus, if you died right now and you don't know if you'd make it to heaven, just pray this prayer with me. 
Just say this after me. Say, Dear Lord, I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I believe he was raised from the dead and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, I'm trusting you for my life today. I'm, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we believe that you got born again. And so we would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our website at www.exceedlifechurch.org. And uh, also, if you have a prayer request, you can also go on the, our website and um, put that prayer request in. We believe that God will, will hear your prayers and answer your prayers. Again, thank you for tuning in today, and God bless you. Tune in next week for the completion of this broadcast. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org.